All right. Good morning, everybody. Now, as you know, in this show, we are going to talk about to you what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. Today's Friday, August 12th, and markets are all over the place. But the S&P 500 heads for its fourth positive week, the longest weekly winning streak since November 2021. So where are we right now? Are we in a bull market or are we in a bear market? So we'll talk about this. Plus, uh, we'll show you our current positions and how we are trading the market. So as you can see, there's a lot to talk about. So we'll get started. <laughs> By the way, if this is your first time here, hi, I'm Marcus Hotcutter. Usually my head coach, Mark Hodge, is with me, but he is not available this morning. Anyhow, uh, both of us, we are real traders who trade live accounts. We both got a shit ton of trading experience and we're showing you how we trade these crazy markets. And we really know our stuff. And on this show, we're not afraid to tell you like it is. And if you're looking for some honest insights into the world of trading, you are in the right place. So before we dive in and I show you of what's happening in my account, what are the positions doing, let's take a look at what's happening overall in the markets here. And uh, look at that. Uh, I mean, right now, the S&P slightly up for today. Actually, not so slightly. We uh, gapped higher. This is a five-minute chart of the S&P. And uh, we were hanging in there, so up 0.6%. Yesterday, this was yesterday, uh, we were moving higher, but then pushing lower throughout the day. So let's take a look at the daily chart and uh, let's see what is happening here. So, I mean, let's just review this week because, again, this is the the fourth week that the S&P is up, the longest streak since November 2021. And uh, the question is, are we now in a bull market or in a bear market? So uh, let us quickly review of what has been happening. And in order to do this, we need to take a look at the economic calendar because this week we had the all-important CPI inflation report coming out and came out better than expected. It's a bit misleading that it is in red here, but red is because it was a lower number and uh, lower means good for the inflation. So it was changed, uh, was unchanged months over months, which is really good. Now, yesterday, uh, the PPI report was released, the producer price index, another inflation report. And this is where prices were actually going down. And then this morning we had import prices and also import prices were declining. So does this mean that we have reached the peak inflation? Because why is this important? Well, it determines what the Fed will do. And if you look at the markets this morning, the markets are factoring in a 55% chance that the Fed will hike rates by half a percentage point and a 45% chance that they will hike it by three quarters of a point. So why do we still believe that we are going up three quarters of a point? Well, this is where we had some Fed members yesterday saying we are not out of the woods yet. And uh, the Fed member yesterday said, I'm supporting a 0.5% uh, rate hike and maybe more if needed. But uh, it is looking good. And the markets thus far are liking what they see. So going back here to the S&P 500, this is where it's really, really interesting. If you look at what has happened here uh, since uh, November uh, when we started decelerating, so uh, the markets fell 25%. And uh, whenever it is more than 20%, we are technically in a bear market. Right now, as you can see, the markets from the high that we made last year only, um, or that we made earlier in January here, only down 12%. But what is even more impressive is the rally that we have seen thus far uh, since uh, mid-June until now. So for the S&P, we're looking at 17%. Uh, but here, <laughs> even more interesting, 
And this is when we talk about the Nasdaq. So we look at a daily chart of the Nasdaq. And uh, since last November, we have been down uh, more than 30%, 35%. Again, anything above 20% uh, is a bear market. But if you also look at the Nasdaq, how much it recovered here over the last few weeks, then we see that it is more than 20%. It is 22%. So are we now technically in a bull market? Are we in a bear market? Are we in a recession? Do we see higher inflation? Well, <laughs> kind of nobody knows uh, what the markets will do. So this is where... Uh, especially with these uh, inflation reports, we have to see what the Fed does. Now, uh, this still means that we have lots to trade. Let me switch over here uh, to this. So we, we still have, as you can see, uh, 40 days until we know more of what the Fed will be doing. So until then, trade what you see, not what you think. So I want to show you in just a moment of uh, what I'm trading right now, what we are trading. But there's a few stocks that also made some moves. Disney yesterday made a huge move. So yesterday, as you can see, Disney reported earnings up massively because they overtook Netflix in terms of subscribers for their streaming online service. And uh, hey, we thought that nobody can catch Netflix. Well, Disney just did. Uh, yesterday also, um, all energy stocks uh, had a good day. So yesterday, up 5% here. 4.5% uh, for Oxypetroleum, uh, a few others, uh, Schlumberger, how do you pronounce it? Schlumberger? Schlumberger. Uh, so yesterday up 5.6%. And uh, this was connected with the oil prices that have come down yesterday. Uh, oil made a higher move, 2.6%. Uh, but as you can see, we are now at levels uh, that uh, we actually were at before in Russia invaded the Ukraine. Uh, also looking at the VIX index, the fear index below 20. So it is staying below 20. So this means right now, less fear in the markets than there has been over the past few months. The last time we were at a level like this was back in March. So this is now, what, five months ago? Kind of crazy. All right. So let's take a look at the positions. Uh, let's take a look at what I'm doing here, uh, what we are doing in these crazy markets. So jumping back over to the PowerX Optimizer. And uh, so in the actively traded account, right now, four positions in there. One of them is Macy's. Entered Macy's a few days ago, uh, sold puts expiring age 12, which is today uh, at the 17 level. And here is what happens on expiration day. So if today, uh, by the end of the day, uh, we would be below 17, and when I'm selling puts, I have to buy these shares. So this is the wheel strategy that we are trading. And there's three parts to this. Number one, uh, this is where we are selling puts. That's what I did with Macy's. Then on expiration day, which is today, we have to see what are the markets doing? Are the markets trading below the strike price that I've sold? If so, I will get assigned if they are trading above the strike price. This option expire worthless and I'll keep all of the premium. Now, when we do go below this level, uh, and I am getting assigned, then I will try to sell calls against my existing position. It's basically then a covered call. So the wheel strategy, I want to say probably a more advanced covered call strategy if you want to keep it uh, or if you want to call it this way. All right. So this is where today, uh, right now, um, we are trading here. Let me zoom in at $19.62. So is it possible that by the end of the day, we can drop below 17? It is possible, but very unlikely. This is why I will let this puts expire worthless. I'm not planning to buy them back. 
Uh, by the way, I talked about this, when it makes sense to buy back your options, and I'll link to the video in the description and also at the end of the video here. But you see, uh, I was uh, selling it at 15 cents according to my account size, it should trade 71 positions, which would be $1,065, and this was only a four-day trade. So yes, I will take that, that's a good one. So another trade that I entered yesterday, and then we are going to uh, NVIDIA and TPR, but uh, I, I'm going to talk about PFE right now, Pfizer, because yesterday I saw an opportunity to trade it. So yesterday there was some bad news for Pfizer, and uh, the news were that uh, they got hit with a lawsuit because of, uh, I think it was a heartburn drug, and so markets dropped. Now, I believe that Pfizer is a super solid company, so I had an opportunity to sell, uh, sell the 47 puts expiring next week, 819. So I have another week here. If Pfizer by this time is trading below 47, I will get assigned if it is trading above 47, then it expires worthless. So let's take a look at this of what exactly I did here with Pfizer. Yesterday, I sold these puts for 40 cents. So uh, based on my account size, I should trade 26 accounts, which gives me another $1,000 here uh, for uh, a week time. So the premium per day around $130 per day. Now, today it is looking really, really good for Pfizer. So Pfizer has a pretty good day today as we are looking into this. So Pfizer today up 2.3%. And this is where my option is already uh, worth less than I sold it for. And that's exactly what I want, right? Because this way I can possibly buy it back. Now, going back to the calculator, this is where I see since I sold it for 40 cents, I'm trying to buy it back at 4 cents. We are not there yet. Right now, the option is trading anywhere between 10 to 13 cents because markets are open, markets are moving. So we will see there. Maybe I'll be able to buy it back on Monday or Tuesday. And uh, we'll talk more about this um, in an upcoming video. All right, let's talk about the other two positions. So there is NVIDIA, 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 NVIDIA. Uh, somehow my magic markings here disappeared. So uh, let me just bring it up here and uh, show you of what happened here with NVIDIA. That is the wrong line. So I want to bring up a horizontal line. So right here and uh, in NVIDIA, I got assigned got assigned uh, 600 shares at uh, $195. So I do own 600 shares. Let me be correct with my coordinates here. And this is where right now I'm trying, trying to sell calls against this existing position. Right now, um, I tried it yesterday, haven't been able to do it because if you look at it, yesterday Nvidia was first pushing higher than lower. I will try to do this again today. So let me just show you what I'm looking for. I personally believe that Nvidia will go past the 195. So I'm trying to sell the strike price at 200 above my assigned price. And uh, so for today, I need to get at least $1.30. So this is what I'm trying to do. Why do I say at least $1.30? You'll see it here. This is the minimum for me to get 30% annualized. And this is my threshold. When I'm taking a risk on a trade, when I'm trading, I want to make at least 30% annualized based on a cash basis. If you're trading a margin account, which I do, this translates into a 60% RI based on your cash. And this is what I personally think I want to do uh, because otherwise trading would not be worth it for me because it requires some time. And of course, there is also some risk involved. 
All right, let's take a look at the last position, TPR. Uh, so TPR, I sold the 47 puts, and here we can also say I got assigned 2,700 shares uh, at $37. Uh, that's $37. There we go. This is what happened with TPR, and uh, let's just zoom in here over the last three months because then you will see that right now it is looking really good. I was actually, where did it go? Why did it disappear? Oh. Okay, I just thought it was there at 37. So yesterday I was able to sell calls against this existing position. Let's hop over to the calculator. Here you see it expiring next week, August 19th. I actually sold it uh, at 38 because also here I'm planning to make money on the stock here as it moves higher. So I was able to sell this at 50 cents. Uh, so I collected $1,350. Now, if by next week or by expiration on August 19th, TPR is trading above 38, I will collect an additional $2,700 on the stock for a total of $4,050. So right now, the trades that I have going on is uh, this one here, the Macy's trade that expires today, uh, giving me around $1,000 in premium. The Pfizer trade expiring next week, giving me around $1,000 in premium. The NVIDIA trade, which I'm trying to place today, uh, which would give me around $800 in premium. And then the TPR trade that I did yesterday for around $1,000 in premium with the potential to make another $2,700. All right. Now, uh, one more thing that I wanted to mention is that we did release a new update of the PowerX Optimizer this morning, and uh, we, we implemented some cool features, mainly for the earnings analysis. So one of the things is that if I'm here, for example, for Macy's, and I see that they have 11 days until they report earnings again, I can quickly click on Analyze and jump over to the earnings analyzer where I see exactly what happened because this is what I did before I entered the trade in Macy. I wanted to know what happens if I do get a sign today and I own the stock and they're reporting earnings in 11 days. What can I expect from Macy? And you see the price move reaction probability on the seventh day, approximately half and half. 45% of the time it is moving higher, 55% of the time it is moving lower. But uh, let's take a look at this of what's happening here over the last few quarters. We see that, okay, um, over the last seven days, right? Uh, the last time Macy's went up 25%, before that it went up 1%, it went down 3%, and you see we added here some colored bars to make it easier for me to see what is happening. But here is what I'm most excited about. So right now we are analyzing the last 20 quarters. And maybe I say, I don't care what happened over the last 20 quarters. I only happen what happened over the last two years, let's say. So this would be the last eight quarters. So in this case, I would move the slider. You see, we have a slider here right now. And I will see over the last eight quarters, a much, much different picture. Look at this, the price move reaction probability on the seventh day. And that's what I'm looking for. 62% it was to the upside, 37% to the downside. But look at this, whenever it was to the upside, it was 13% on average and only down 2%. That's exactly what I'm looking for because if I do get a sign trading here shortly before earnings, trading 11 days before earnings, I want to make sure that during earnings, this stock has a higher potential to move to the upside than the downside. This is why we implemented the earnings analysis here because for me, this is an invaluable tool. Over the past few days, I've shown you how I use this on TPR. 
And also here I can see what is happening on Nvidia because as you know right now, I do own the Nvidia stock and Nvidia is reporting earnings in 12 days, right? So what is happening here? What can I expect? Well, again, over the last 20 quarters, it was up 60% uh, of the time, down 40% of the time. But I want to see what happened here over the last two years. And this is where I see, okay, same here. And on average, they are up 11% and on average, they're down 7%. So I see here that uh, it seems that it's more likely that they are uh, moving to the upside, even though NVIDIA recently uh, reported earnings and uh, not did not report earnings, but they issued a warning and say, hey, you know what? Our revenue will be a little bit lower, which will be very, very interesting because as you can see, um, thus far over the last, uh, let's see, over the last 20 quarters, they beat expectations every single time. <laughs> Anyhow, so uh, taking another quick look at the markets to see what is happening right now as the markets are open. We see that we are pushing higher. So when we are pushing higher, it is a much better time to sell calls than selling puts. And this is what we see right now on the PowerX Optimizer as we head over to the wheel. We only have three symbols on the conservative uh, side here on the wheel. So we have Alcoa Inc. And again, the, three, uh, the two questions that you need to ask yourself is number one, before you're selling puts on Alcoa, do you want to own that company? And you know what? Alcoa is a solid company. I would say yes. But do I want to own it at a strike price of 48.50 when recently we saw that we were trading as low as uh, $41? This is when I say no. And that's why we have this blue line here. The blue line is the lowest close indicator and is basically showing me uh, how low were we trading over the past eight weeks. And for me, this is a good rule of thumb here um, as, a, as a solid support level at which I want to sell puts. So this here would be a no for me. Let's take a look at the next one, see if we find a trade here live. Illumina. So again, is this a stock that I want to own? Well, we shall see, right? Uh, we can take a, a quick analysis here. We can do that. Do I want to own it at this strike price? Uh, let's just zoom out here a little bit and then zoom in again over the last three months. We see over the last three months, this has been trading as low as $180. Right now, the minimum strike price that I can sell in order to get my 34% annualized, it would be the 192.50. So I'm not too excited about this one. So therefore, no. What is the last one? The Range Resource Group, Energy, Oil and Gas. Okay, here we see the uh, chart over the last three months. Here the last six months, here the last year. As you can see, it had a really nice run up. I see more support around the 24 to 26 level. Therefore, I'm not interested to selling a put right now at the 31 level. And again, not surprising that today only three stocks showed up on the conservative scanner, making my life much easier to go through these because, uh, yeah, we have an update. And on an update, you rather want to sell calls because the call premiums are higher. On a down day, this is when the VIX will actually move higher. You see, as we have an update today, uh, this is the five-minute chart of the VIX. We are moving lower on the VIX, uh, and this means that there's less volatility in the markets. Less volatility means lower premiums, and this is what I'm looking for, especially when selling puts. I want to get some juicy premiums here so that I can collect per stock that I'm trading. That is my goal, around $1,000 uh, per week, because uh, then 
I like to trade up to five stocks. And if I'm trading up to five stocks, I can collect around four to $5,000 per week. And these are my goals. By the way, if you would like to know how I'm doing with my goals thus far, I released an account update. I put it in the, the link right here. And uh, then we will see you again next week. And then Mark will be with me. Take a look at this video if you want to, or there's another video that might be interesting to you. Have a great weekend and I'll see you on Monday. Take care.